0: Hello and welcome. Hello, my name is Adam Curtis and I am the curate here at Christchurch. It's a joy to be with you all. Um, This morning the Parsons family are acting as my nemesis. Katie Parsons stole my talk and only got it back at 10.31 and then Tom Parsons has been kicking over my equipment. (laughs) We're going to be spending some time dwelling in God's word and this Incredible story, but as we come to God's word, let us come in a time of prayer. Dearest God, we come before you, thankful that you speak to us in the Bible. Thank you that you speak to us through these old stories, that they tell us what you are like, these true stories from the Bible. We pray for the help of your Holy Spirit to awaken our hearts and our minds and to draw us to you, to hear and to listen and to learn and to grow. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Who are you following? Who are you following? That's sort of one of the big questions Elijah has for the Israelites. Who are you following? Next slide, please. Who are you following? Elijah shouts out to them. Elijah went before the people and said, how long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal is God, follow him. Now, the the Israelites, they're in a time of drought. They've had years and years of very little rain, and they're in big trouble. If rain doesn't come soon, then the crops aren't going to grow, and people are going to be in trouble. And so in this moment of tension, in this moment of trouble, who are they going to follow? Where are they going to go for help? And even though the Lord God is the God of the Israelites, and many of the Israelites know him, Some people in the land, including the king, have started to follow Baal, a foreign god, instead. And now Elijah, the Lord's prophet, is challenging them. Well, who are you going to follow? Because you've got to make a choice here. You you can't sort of think, oh, I'll follow the Lord. Oh, maybe we'll follow Baal. Oh, I I just don't know. I just want to sit on the fence. You've got to choose. Who are you going to follow? And as the people of the Israelites had to choose who they're going to follow, we've got to choose who we're going to follow too. And we're going to play uh, a game called Follow the Leader. I invite you to invite Tom back up. He's up uh, left, right and center at the moment. We're going to play a game, Follow the Leader. And you've got to choose, everyone here. You either, come on Tom, you either either get to choose to follow Tom or you can choose to follow me. And how the game will work is I will go three, two, one, and then we will both uh, uh, make some sort of action, and you have to do that action. Okay? Simple. Follow the leader. Three, two, one. Action. You have to follow it. So everyone, everyone on your feet. Or oh, sorry, if you're able, please get on your feet and choose. Are you going to follow Tom, or are you going to follow me? Um, if you're uh, if you're thinking that you're going to uh, follow the little guy, just put a hand in the air. <laughs> hand in the air if you're going to follow the little guy. A few, a few. Okay, and then. You've got to keep on following him, whatever the whatever the actions may be. Okay, so ready, everyone else? You're going to be following me, the size of an average man. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it'll be three, two, one, go, and that's when you do it. Okay, three, two, one, go. All right, three, two, one, go. Three. Two, one, go. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Calm down, calm down. (laughs) What? Okay, did anyone else follow by playing the actual recorder? No. Sit down, you're out. If you were following Tom, you're out. Tom, uh, you're out as well. Everyone else who's still standing, you now have a choice. You either get to follow me, or you get to follow a mysterious other. You get to follow me, or you get to follow a mysterious other. If you want to follow the mysterious other, put your hand in the air. (laughs) We've got a few brave souls who want to follow the mysterious other. All right, well, the mysterious other is this chair. Okay, so same again. Three, two... One, go. Okay, and the mysterious other, nothing. There's no action to follow. Okay, let's all sit down, let's all sit down. You've got to choose. The Israelites had to choose. Who are you going to follow? Are you going to follow the Lord or are you going to follow Baal? Who are you going to follow? You had to make that choice. And so, because they've got to make that choice, a contest they decided to hold a big contest. What they would do is they would build a big uh, altar, uh, a big bonfire, and then upon the bonfire they would place a bull. And the prophets of Baal, there are 450 of them, they will come around and it's their turn to go in first. They've got to persuade Baal to light the altar, to light the bonfire. And if Baal lights the bonfire, Supernaturally, then it shows that they're the one they should follow. So that, that's a contest. And then it's going to be Elijah's go to try and uh, ask the Lord to light the bonfire. Now, now, fire, it seems like, okay, this seems a strange sort of contest. Why, why have this, like, lighting the bonfire way of establishing who they're going to follow? But actually, both Baal and the Lord, God, they're sort of fire. They're sort of fire gods. They're related, there's stories about them which relate to fire. So Baal, he is the the lord of fire and of thunder and of thunderbolts. Um, But even even the lord, he also, there's lots of stories about fire. Can anyone think of any stories about the lord god from the Bible, Old Testament, which involve fire? Isaac, yes, nice. Burning bush, yes, the lord speaks from the burning bush. Another one, maybe from Exodus. Pillar of fire. He leads the people. Yeah, can we think of any any others? You know, torches in jars. jars. You know what's incredible is when the Lord God establishes the temple system, the very first um, sacrifice which is given, it is laid there, and out of the Lord's presence comes fire. So this idea that fire comes from the Lord, it's got lots of sort of biblical sort of images attached to it. Okay, so we've got our two fire gods, and they're going to, they built the altar, and now the worshippers of Baal get to try and alight it. Now there's 450 worshippers of Baal, prophets of Baal. So um, just acting, just acting, Anyone would anyone like to come and help me be a prophet of Baal? Anyone like to help me be a prophet of Baal? Would any of you guys like to come and help me be a prophet of Baal? Anyone? Yes, Joey. Anyone else want to help me be a prophet of Baal? Yes. Come on, team. Okay. So how how the Prophet of Baal work, we're basically we're gonna we're gonna walk around and we're gonna shout together or just individually, Baal answer us, Baal answer us. Okay? Are we ready? Let's go. Let's go. Baal answer us, Baal answer us. Come on. Walking round, round in a circle, round in a circle, Baal answer us, Baal answer us, Baal. It's not lighting. All right, I'm going to do a bit more. Now we're going to shout and we're going to dance. Baal, answer us. 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 Nothing. What's that about? Oh, dear, okay. Baal is, is not answering us. Well, Elijah, he sees that it's not being uh, answered, and so he shouts something out. Can we have the next, next slide? Next slide. He shouts something out. Let's do the next one as well, please. Okay, so let's look here, look here. Let's see, see where he shouts at. At noon, Elijah taunts them. Shout louder, he said. Surely he's a god. Perhaps he's deep in thought, or busy, or traveling. Maybe he's sleeping and must be awakened. Okay, boys, go, go, go sit down. Great bar worshiping there. <laughs> acting, acting. So here is Elijah taunting him. Oh, come on. Come on. Where, where is he? Where is he then? Oh, maybe, maybe he's deep in thought. Maybe he's sleeping. What, surely he can hear you. There's 450 of them singing and dancing and shouting and screaming. Why can't they awaken him? Why can't they awaken him? So Baal fails. He fails to, to light the bonfire. So now it's Elijah's uh, turn instead. I can't actually remember. What's the next slide? Aha, a prayer. Wonderful. Always good to pray. So Elijah comes alone. There are 450 Baal worshippers, um, prophets of Baal. But Elijah is the last prophet in Israel. And now he comes alone. And he kneels down on the floor. And he talks to his heavenly father. And he says, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, let it be known today that you are the God in Israel. Answer me, Lord. Answer me. So these people will know that you, Lord, are the God, our God, and that you are turning their hearts back again. He gets down and he prays. But Elijah wants everyone to be really clear who the Lord is. And so he decides he's going to make this contest as hard as he can make it. And so he gets a big thing of water and he throws it on. And then he gets another big thing of water and he throws it on. And then he gets another big thing of water and he throws it on. And then he shouts out and he prays to the Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, their God, their personal God. Let all the world know that you are the Lord. Alight this altar. And and this praise for our altar should go to the wonderful Samuel Barnes. Lord God, I light this altar. And the Lord God sent fire down from heaven, and the altar was set ablaze. Who are you going to follow? Baal or the Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Who are you going to follow? Who are you going to follow? The Lord? Or Baal, But if we're gonna follow the Lord, if the Israelites are gonna follow the Lord, then what sort of God is he? That's a big question. If we want to follow blindly, what sort of God is he? If you've got a Bible to hand, do grab grab it and let's turn to, to 1 Kings 18. That's on page 392. 392 on 1 Kings 18. What sort of God is the Lord? Who are we going to follow? Who should the Israelites follow? Let's think, what are these gods actually like? Next slide, please. What are these gods actually like? So let's think about who, Baal, the thunder god. What's he like? Well, at the end of the day, he's the god of the empty chair. There uh, are 450 prophets of Baal crying out to him, answer us, answer us, answer us. Are you asleep? Are you even there? Baal is the God of the empty chair. But, but in comparison to that, what do we see of the Lord? What do we know about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Well, what we see that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, well, well, he's a God who cares. Who hears the prayers of just one small and insignificant human being who hears that prayer and answers that prayer. He is a God who cares. What else do we learn about Baal? We didn't act it out in the story, but, in, but it, when you were reading it, you might have heard, as they were dancing round, they first started shouting, Baal didn't listen. They then danced around, Baal didn't listen. They then got swords out and started cutting themselves, like, listen to us, listen to us, listen to us, we're bleeding for you. That's the sort of God Baal is. He wants his followers to, to cut themselves, to maim themselves, to bleed for him. That's what Baal is like. But what is the Lord like? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, in comparison, Well, we'll look down at our Bibles, page 392, We see that the Lord answers prayers. Baal is the God of the empty chair. We see that Baal demands, and we see that the Lord gives and cares. Verse 1, we didn't read it, but verse 1, After a long time, in the third year, the word of the Lord came to Elijah. This is the third year of the drought. Go and present yourself to Ahab, the king, and I will send rain on the land. So Elijah went and presented himself. It's the Lord God who has chosen to take that first step. He is the one who has seen his people running after other gods, and he has chosen to make that first step. He is going out towards them. And then verse 37, in the prayer which Elijah shouted out to the Lord, we see part of the reason why. Verse 37, Answer me, O Lord, answer me, so that these people will know that you, O oh Lord, are God, and that you are turning their hearts back again. This whole act of a bonfire and water, of a bull, a fire from heaven, the whole purpose of it is to draw these people, these, these wavering people, who are we going to follow, who are we going to follow, to draw them back to the Lord because he cares about them, because he wants them to know him, he wants them to follow him, he wants them to come back him. It is the Lord who has taken that first step, I will send rain. It's the Lord who's done this great supernatural event to draw people to him because he cares for them. What is Baal like? He's the God of the empty chair. He's the God who demands his followers maim themselves and he's the God who isn't there. There is no one to follow. There is no one who listens. There is no one who cares. There is no one who can act. Only the Lord. Because the Lord is actually there. The Lord listens and the Lord cares. And so he sends his fire down from heaven to light this bonfire so all might know it. So he sends rain to cover the land. It starts as this this little hand in the distance of a black cloud... Which grows and grows and pours and pours until this dry and dead land comes back to life. He is the God who hears. He is the God who cares. He is the God who is there. And he wants us to know him. He wants all people to know him. And how does the Lord want us to know him now? Because this is a unique time in in history. But how does the Lord want us to know him now? Well, the Lord has given us all of creation which speaks of his glory. When we just open our eyes, we use our minds, we know that he is there. It is why there is, there is a worship of, of, of God throughout every human culture in every corner of the world because creation speaks of him. But the Lord also has given us his, his very word so that we don't have to stumble around in the dark, so that we can have confidence, so we can know who God is, so we can know what he is like, so we can know how to live rightly before him, so we can know how we can be saved. But most incredibly of all, he has given us himself, so that we might know him. The fire came from heaven to alight the bonfire below. The God of all has descended and has come down as a man so that we can see him and know him, so that we can hear him, so that we can comprehend him, so that we can be drawn into relation with him, so that we do not stumble around, but we can, those who see clearly, wonderfully, because the Lord has come to reveal himself to us, a fire out of heaven, the very Son of Man, Becoming one of us. So, who will we follow? Will we follow the God of the empty chair, who demands it all but isn't even there? Or will we follow the God who listens, the God who cares, the God who wants the world to know him? So, he has given us his only son. Who will we follow? Now, Baal is no longer worshipped today. His worshippers went out of fashion a long time ago. But there's plenty of other religions, aren't there? And actually, according to stats, Wicca and uh, paganism are on the rise in the UK. So there's plenty of other options of someone else who has taken this position of the empty chair. Who will we worship? Or maybe we can also equally ask ourselves, will we worship the Lord wholeheartedly? With everything that we are, with all of our minds, all of our hearts, all of our bodies, all of our souls, with our prayers and with our desires, with everything that the Lord has given us, will we worship him with our whole hearts? And particularly think, this, this whole story is a time of drought, a time of despair, a time when there's questions which need to be answered, a time of pain and suffering. Where are we going to turn? Will we turn to the Lord who cares, the Lord who is there, the Lord who answers prayer, Or will we turn to an empty chair? Who will we worship? Who will we follow? Let's spend a moment just reflecting on God's word, and then I'll pray. Dearest God, King of kings and Lord of lords, we thank you that your heart goes out to us. That you choose to bless us and to show us yourself, and we thank you, Father God, for the many ways in which you draw people to yourself. This, the miraculous, of the fire from heaven to alight the altar. We, think of, we thank you for creation and how it speaks of your glory. We thank you for your word, how it takes us to, we, to you. We thank you for your Son, how he is the image of the invisible God. We praise you that in so many ways, in big and small, in the supernatural and the normal, you draw us to yourself. Help us, Father God, to be those who are listening, with minds and ears and hearts attentive. And help us, Father God, to be those who are following wholeheartedly, wherever Jesus may take us, wherever he may lead us, so that his name may be glorified and his kingdom may come. In the name of Jesus, your precious gift of love to us. Amen.